Welcome to the Smart Tech Check Podcast, hosted by Mark Vina, your home for candid, insightful, and provocative conversations about the smart home, home automation, security, smartphones, PC and console gaming, and much more. Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Vina, host of the Smart Tech Check Podcast. Today is Monday, January 17th, 2022. I hope everyone has had a great weekend. I always enjoy talking to executives at disruptive technology companies, and I've got a terrific guest today to discuss what trends in the market his company, Infineon, is seeing and what strategies they have have in place to capitalize on these marketplace shifts. My guest on today's podcast, let me bring him up on the screen, is Sean Slusser, Senior Vice President of Sales, Marketing, and Distribution for Infineon Technologies. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for uh, joining me today on a, um, a Monday morning. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about you before we get into the podcast, because I always find that pretty helpful in terms of understanding people's backgrounds, uh, you know, their contributions to the company that they're at, especially employees like yourself. You've been there for a long time. Let me bring up your bio slide, because you really have a, a very impressive background um, at Infineon. But let's walk through your background, and then we'll hit the topics I want to discuss. Sure. You want me to start? Yeah, please go. Go for background. it. Yeah. So um, my background is I, I've been with a company for a long time, 24 years, actually 24 plus years now. Uh, I think July is my anniversary, so almost 24 and a half. Um, you know, I, I started in Finia never thinking that, uh, that I would stay with the company so long, but it's been really an exciting company because it's always been a growth company, always been a technology company. And my background is uh, engineering, so I have an electrical engineering degree and business uh, MBA from University of Michigan, Ross. And I like to combine technology and business together. That's That's been my kind of forte is, is trying to combine those two worlds together. So that's what I've been doing at Infineon. It's been a lot of fun. We've been growing like crazy over these uh, 24 years. So it's a fun place to be at. Well, in the last few years, I've been particularly excited because Infineon just has their figures in just so many different uh, product categories. We'll get into that in uh, in a second. Uh, but before we just get, I, I do have one question for you. What, what keeps you at Infineon? Just a little bit about the corporate culture. You know, there's a lot of great technology ca- companies in the Valley. There's a lot of te- great technology companies in the industry. But there's got to be something that keeps you there because you've been there so long. Can, so could you give me a little bit of color on that? Yeah, sure. I, I think Infineon is is a company that's a company with a soul, I, I say. So mm. it's a company that really cares about what we're doing and the people that we work with. So let me give you a couple examples of what I mean there. So we call ourselves a people company because really it's not only the expertise uh, of, of the people we have, but it's also how we collaborate together. So we mm-hmm. believe that it's a team of experts that makes incredible innovation and incredible business. And so that that's what we do here. We have that same uh, philosophy in working with customers. We really try to partner with customers so that, um, you know, it's, it's like a, a mutual type of um, business development. And, and it's really a fun relationship when you can help customers be successful. So that that's a couple of the things that keep me here. And, um, on, on top of that, it's always, as I said earlier, a growth company. And it's really exciting right now because we've just, with the acquisition of Cypress, we've just like made a new chapter for Infineon. We have a huge right. portfolio of products and uh, systems that we can now help customers with. 
So that that's like a next energy kind of for me is the the whole future that we have in our hands for Infineon is the next chapter. It's, it's cool. And that, that, that's a great, great answer because, you know, again, with, with all people resigning all over the place, you can't pick, uh, you read an article on the internet with people leaving companies for whatever reason. And it's a, it's a rare circumstance um, when you hear about a senior person who's been in the company as long as you have been, really have a full appreciation for the company. And certainly I think these, there's some exciting markets that Infineon is either in or getting in, and uh, it's just a great time to be at, a, at an ingredient company like that. But let's 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 talk about that right off the bat here. Um, let's talk about technology trends. I mean, lots of things going on in the marketplace. Um, there's electrification, there's digitalization. But at your at a ten thousand foot level, what are the real big big trends that you believe are happening in the marketplace that uh, really attracts Infineon's attention? Yeah. Let me first tell you couple words about Infineon, why I think we're good um, at being able to see these trends. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that is, um, you know, Infineon's a top 10 global semiconductor player now, especially after the acquisition. We're in a very broad market uh, view now. So we've got transportation automotive, we've got compute computers, we've got IoT for consumer, uh, green energy technology, really a breadth of, of all the growth areas. And at the same time, we work with customers very closely. We call it premium service experience uh, that we give to our customers. So we, we work deep with the customers on the next generation systems, while at the same time we see wide across the whole industry. So that gives us, I think, kind of a, a good perspective, wide and deep about these trends that you're asking about. And that we simplify it down to really two things when it comes to the trends of the future right now, it's electrification and digitalization. And what, what do we mean by that? Electrification is all about electrifying things. So like uh, a car now going from a mechanical system to an electric vehicle. It's all about green energy uh, creation or generation and trans, uh, transmission of that. And then it's all about using the energy um, in a very efficient way to save energy and all of that contributes to you know less co2 emissions and such mm -hmm. the digitalization is uh, the whole ability to connect everything together and to control everything very easily so these are things like consumer iot industrial iot using sensors to see the world and really making data out of it data cloud ai edge you, you know all those buzzwords, right? Mm -hmm. um, so th those are kind of the two things. But the really interesting thing, and I, I can explain more coming up, is they're intertwined. You wouldn't necessarily think electrification no. and digitalization is intertwined, but they are. And I can give you some examples later on that. Well, you know, it's, it's funny that you kind of map both of those categories because that really, when you really think about it, those categories really encompass a tremendous amount of usage models, uh, companies that are, you know, the electrification uh, broadly is almost calling uh, is almost like a bridge from the old economy to the new economy. Taking devices that were not automated that can be automated, uh, devices that can be controlled and managed uh, for productivity reasons, for efficiency reasons. There's a whole laundry list of reasons for, for that. And of course, the digitalization area that you talked about there, that is, you know. A, what I almost would call advanced dance lessons. You know, when you take the existing digital technologies 
and mapping them in such a way that can take advantage of AI and and uh, other types of advanced uh, capabilities to provide even better efficiencies and more predictive type of capabilities. So it, it's it's just fascinating how Infineon has really kind of really been in the they were kind of in the middle of it before it really became a thing you know, until it actually had names wrapped around it. So it's, yeah. it, it's interesting. Um, where do you see, um, you know, from a, um, a marketplace standpoint, are there any categories that have surprised you, you know, in terms of, hey, we didn't really think a year ago this would be a hot category, but, well, it really is a hot category, and Infineon has obviously a uh, – Infineon has a library of technology to address. And is, can you speak to any of that, any kind of surprises? Or are you, everybody's so smart at Infineon <laughs> that they predict that they can predict the market with 100% certainty? <laughs> I don't think anyone can predict the, the market 100% certainty, right? Or else we wouldn't all be working. Um, yes. You know, I, I think the biggest surprise is probably connected all to the pandemic side of things. And mm -hmm. maybe it's not in 2021, but between 2020 and 2021, the whole acceleration of digitalization, I would say, was probably the biggest surprise, right? Because mm -hmm. so many companies who were not digital had to become digital overnight. And that, that was, I think, the biggest accelerator of, uh, of these trends that we're seeing now. And I think it's here to stay. So it's all the, you know, the whole um, cloud compute now that you, you have to do everything by Zoom. It's um, just being present. Uh, even my, my parents now know how to, to do FaceTime calls and things like that, which they never, right. they never would have done before. Then this... IOT um, space of, you know, connected house and entertainment in the house, um, more computers. Uh, I think I heard somebody say that it used to be one computer per house and now it's becoming one computer per person. We thought computers was going to kind of, you know, fade away, but no, that's all came, came back. And that's putting a huge demand on the, the whole compute side of things, um, which brings opportunity for, for all of us in industries sometimes where we thought that they were they were not going to continue to grow so I, I would say that's right now the kind of the biggest change that we saw yeah i mean there's no question that the pandemic which you know seemingly came out of left field two years ago has really been a has really been a catalyst for many of the usage models you've talked about so it's very interesting i mean certainly the, the pandemic's had a, hell, a big downside i mean people have gotten sick and they've lost their lives but in terms of the way it, it's really changed the technology landscape in many ways remote work um remote education um is a, a, a flurry of applications that have gotten really a kick in the pants because of this um because of the after effects of the uh, pandemic but let's talk about um the uh, what uh, infineon is doing from a strategy standpoint and you've we've got a couple of broad topics up here i want you to give us give me a little bit of color on that yeah yeah happy to do that yeah we, we've got two fundamental strategies that we're working on uh when we work with customers and and uh building up the future of our product portfolio and things and the first one it's called p2s and mm -hmm. p2s what that stands for is stands for from product thinking to system understanding. So our, our CEO put this in place all the way back in 2012. And it's something we've been following. And it's also why we did the acquisition of Cyprus is he, he believes that, you know, the, the days of technology and product only as a differentiator are gone and that you have to think about how customers use 
your products. And that's this whole system understanding. So mm -hmm. you, you have to be able to know what are they doing with them so that you can come back and, you know, add the most value to your products and really a system solution so yes. that it's not just products, it's how products interact together. It's the whole system engineering. It's the um, software, the tools, everything like that. And we don't want to um, somehow take over what our customers are doing. We want to basically complement them to take to make their job easier. So we really take a close look in everything we do now at the system, the application, we call it. And that's that's really our fundamental strategy of how do we bring the whole solution. And when Cypress came in, you know, we added in a whole bunch of complementary products, which we were missing. Um, I like to think we now have like a superstore, if you will, of mm -hmm. uh, really products where customers can come when they have a project that they need to do, right? A system that they need to build. And, and they say, oh, Infineon's got the, the whole portfolio and the experts. And that leads me to the whole premium service side. So it's not just technology and products, right? It's the people you work with. I told you earlier, Infineon's a, a people company and we like to partner with customers. Well, that's the whole premium service approach. We, we believe that partnering up with customers and giving outstanding service is really part of the game too. So it's product and technology combined with great service. That's what your customers are gonna want from the total offer. One example of premium service is like technical support. We hire a lot of super smart guys that basically can come in and help the customer to kind of understand their problem and say, ah, okay, here, I know exactly what you're gonna need. You're gonna need a few of these and a few of those. And you know, we've, we've got uh, 15,000 products in our portfolio now. I did the right. math. If, if you tried to learn one product a day, it would take you 41 years. So you, you can't <laughs> do that. So you got to have experts. You got to have people who can kind of understand what are you trying to do and then kind of collect them together into a system solution. And that's part of our premium service approach is really trying to, to bring things like that to our customers uh, to help them be successful and really win their hearts too. We, we want them to, to know we care about them. That's incredibly refresh, uh, uh, refreshing to hear that you're taking kind of this whole systems approach the solutions because you know the um, and especially the premium services capability because at the end of the day you've got manufacturing you've got companies that are using your ingredients you know time to market whether it's consumer technology or whether it's business technology those life cycles and the ability to get to market quickly have gotten shorter and shorter and shorter it's not like the good old days when you know back in my day with companies like compact and dell you had a, a year and a half to bring a pc or a notebook to, to market Companies don't have that luxury anymore. They got to get to market very, very quickly. And uh, it's interesting that you you're not trying to obviously replace the role of the manufacturer in terms of designing the, 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 the device that the end user uh, ends up with. But the technology has to comprehend the precise usage model that product is going to be used in that context. So that's very, very um, reassuring yeah. to hear. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to just make products and put them on the shelf and hope people will use them or buy them. We, we think we got to see how customers are, are what, what they're trying to create. And we want to add value to that and yeah. get them faster time to market. You're right. Uh, the, yeah. The field, the field of dreams approach in, in uh, marketing doesn't uh, work uh, too well. Even if Kevin, <laughs> even if Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Costner was working at uh, Infineon, but that's a different story. <laughs> I do want to talk, and this is kind of exciting because I was looking at this slide before the podcast want to kind of get a feeling for the, this is kind of a, um, a, a smorgasbord of areas that um, 
that uh, Infineon plays in. It's kind of like a, a tapestry of different usage model scenarios. And let's, I want you to kind of give me a color and walk me through that tapestry of, of capabilities. Yeah, yeah. What, what I thought would be fun to do is, is to put ourselves in the shoes of a consumer, an everyday consumer, and to walk through a little journey of a regular day that you might have, starting with getting out of bed and, and a little bit, how does uh, these digitalization and electrification trends show up? And then what's Infineon doing in each of those areas? And, um, you know, Infineon's hidden basically, right? Because consumers buy end products from our customers. So um, maybe after I, I walk through this, people can realize, wow, Infineon is almost everywhere every day, but you didn't know it. So does that sound okay? Yes, please. Go All for right. it. So let, let's start with you wake up out of bed, right? So you're not supposed to do this, but a lot of people, including myself, check our cell phone, right? Probably the first thing when you wake up, you check your email or you check the news or something like that. So what is that? That's, of course, an example of digitalization, right? Because you're, you're accessing those data center in the cloud, all those compute in the cloud. So that, that's clear. And we, we have components that go into mobile phones and things like that. But I think the interesting thing is um, that these there's, there's electrification here too that you might not think about. So these cloud servers, uh, they're like server farms, right? They take hundreds of megawatts to run. So you, you may not think about how much energy goes into these data centers, but it's tremendous. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, one of the things that we do in, uh, in that whole equation is, is we've got a division called PSS, which works with customers in the data center area and designs up system solutions using power semiconductors to reduce the energy consumption of the servers. And you know, when you're talking megawatts, this is real, real savings. So that's, that's part of, uh, you know, how do you make a server farm smaller footprint and more efficient and use less energy? Another part of Infineon, uh, our IPC division, our industrial power division, uh, is also working with customers in the green energy space. So they work on uh, building system solutions for things like wind and solar uh, uh, energy generation and transmission and you know, making renewable energy, basically. So that's an example also of uh, electrification connected to digitalization there because you know, the whole greenhouse gas and, and uh, uh, global warming is another you know, big, I think, thing that's a priority for everybody nowadays. And we're helping to solve that problem, I think, by the whole less energy being used and then the whole green energy. So that's, mm. that's an example of digitalization and electrification together. All right. So let's let's now you get out of your bed, you 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 get up and you start interacting with your home, right? And of course you turn on your lights, you you get your coffee, you turn your your heater on maybe or air conditioner wherever you may live. And you know, that's that's an example of how in the future the smart home will make that a lot easier. And that's digitalization. Digitalization is is all about the whole connectedness and control and making sure that that's secure in, uh, in, in your smart home. So that if you have any of those devices today, you're using Infineon solutions there already. And 
So what can we provide into that area is we provide the microcontrollers that go into there, the memory software, the, um, the security solutions to make sure that privacy is, is intact, and then the whole connectivity side of things with uh, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. And just in the last uh, few weeks here, we just made an announcement of a new AROC Bluetooth low energy and 802.15.4 SOC. And the part number, in case anybody wants to look us up, is CYW30739. So that that's a, a new um, SOC from us that's all about low energy consumption so that you can have longer battery life. And it's also yeah. supporting the matter standard that's coming in the future here too, to make mm -hmm. things easier. All right. So now you got up, you, you walked in your house in the future, maybe all of that stuff is going to happen automatic. You don't even have to do anything in the smart home. It's kind of just all, all working for you. So now you're going to go get in your car, right? You jump in your car and what kind of car do you get into? Well, I hope it's an electric car because an electric car is, is a good example of electrification, of course, as I said earlier. And that's also an industry that Infineon plays in. We're a top player in electrification of cars today. We do all of the power semiconductor solutions that go into things like the inverter, the charger, the battery management. And mm -hmm. so you know, replacing gas, gas engines with electric is all just taking off right now. Even though it's a small market share right now, it's just expected to continue to grow tremendously through this decade. And, uh, and we're going to benefit on that growth, but also consumers are going to be um, excited with, I think, the driving experience of an electric car. I, I personally have an electric car myself, and I love it. So you, you drive now, you get to your destination, right? And your destination, I don't know, maybe it's your office or a store that you're going to go to or a factory that you may work in. And here, um, when you get there, you, you plug your car in, right? That's electrification. Back into the grid where it's all the green energy is going to charge the car. Same sort of thing with the data center, except now it's the car that, that we're charging up. Um, and when you get into the, your destination, you may not realize it, but there's a lot of smart technology around you, kind of like smart home, but now this is smart buildings or smart factories. So what can be some examples like that? Um, one example can be presence detection for your interior HVAC system. So, you know, the, the modern HVAC systems can detect when people are there or not, and then know if they should give um, cooling or heating and if there's no one there, they, they don't need to do it and save energy. So back to electrification. So utilization mm -hmm. enables electrification and, and vice versa. Um, another one that's kind of back to the pandemic is um, CO2, so air quality. So all of a sudden people are more um, paying attention to what's the quality of the air. Yes. And uh, you know how do you detect the quality of the air? Well you do it with CO2 sensors and Infineon just announced a production of a, of a semiconductor CO2 sensor. It's uh, based on photoacoustic spectroscopy. I had to look that down here. So I, I said it right. Um, but it, it's really sensing with uh, wavelengths of light, how, how much CO2 is in the air. And then from that, you can give a notice to the HVAC system, what, what should the HVAC system do, right? Should it 
increase uh, airflow or, or is that not needed? And that, that's kind of stuff that, geez, you never knew that it was being monitored, but it's, it's really happening. And um, that, that's a product that you can get from us. As a matter of fact, uh, we, we also have a little um, solution that uh, one of our customers made called a uh, CO2 to go by Easy Innovation which is already available that you can, you can just take and pop it on the, on the desk. And all of a sudden it, it knows how much uh, CO2 you have in the room. So sensors are part of digitalization too, because sensing the room, they can tell um, and turn it into digital data to know what to do with. Right. All right. And, 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 and it's so important because when you really think about it, I mean, the pandemic has caused more sensitivity about air quality and our pathogens in the air and things like that. But even independent of that, air quality in people's home, most people don't even know what the air quality in their, is in their home, you know, especially if they live in an apartment or they live in certain parts of the country. And this sensor technology is terrific from, you know, from a continual monitoring standpoint, you do because you never really had that data at your fingertips before. So that's that's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that that's another example of the trend that uh, was a surprise, right? Is, is people, people are like wanting to know air quality, which nobody cared about in the past, but it's really sure. important now. Yes. Let, let me give you the last example now of throughout your day. So you, you had a busy day at work or at the factory, or maybe you shopped on, on uh, you know, Black Friday or something, you're exhausted. So now you got to get home. So you get in your car and uh, you're after so much time, you're probably a little bit uh, distracted or, or you're not able to maybe pay full attention to what's going on around you. So you'd like some some ways that the car can make you safe. So in today's cars, you have uh, ADOS systems, so advanced driver assistance systems. And of course, in the future, the whole autonomous drive. So mm -hmm. perfect examples of digitalization. And that's where Infineon is also playing as well is um, we're the number one automotive semiconductor provider in the industry. And, you know, some of the things that we provide into that, um, one good example is our uh, processor, our microcontroller uh, called Aurix, which is at the center of, of those kinds of systems. It's the brain of the system. And it's really there because um, people see it as a way to ensure dependable electronics. So, so technology you can trust. It's not just great technology, but it's reliable technology that you want to put your families, uh, you know, uh, in the car and, and know that it's going to be okay. So that's that's uh, what we do at Infineon, and we just announced at CES our our uh, latest generation of Aurix, um, which is the uh, 4G uh, part number uh, TC. Sorry, it's the third generation, but it's the TC4XX uh, gen, uh, part numbering system. And, um, you know, customers are picking that system up or that product up like crazy in their cars. There's more than 35 Oryxes in some of the, um, the, the future cars coming. So really, you can see how Infineon's touching the whole landscape of, uh, of even the cars and how, how cars are becoming digitalized as well. So really so much stuff going on and uh, an exciting thing um, to be part of. I, I'm Hope you can see the energy here that that I'm happy about the future at Infinia. Uh, the, the Sean, the energy is is palatable. I'll I'll use that the SAT word to describe the enthusiasm you have. And in the couple of minutes we have left, uh, 
this was a fantastic podcast, and I really, really appreciate the overview and what you guys are doing, really to improve people's lives. I mean, at the at the end of the day, is there anything you'd like to add before we close on the podcast? Yeah, just maybe a couple of final thoughts on on what we talked about. I mean, semiconductors are everywhere, right? And it's going to continue to grow. So it's an exciting industry to be part of. Um, these trends of electrification and digitalization are all about making life easier, safer, greener. And that's that's basically our mission at Infineon, um, which gives us purpose. And uh, when, you, when you've got a great company with great technology, great people and purpose, that's that where I told you that, that the company has a soul. You really feel um, like a team that's got a mission to, to create better, a better world. And that's a motivating thing for us. So we're really excited about the future. I hope that uh, anyone who wants to join Infineon um, considers uh, what we're doing as well, because we're hiring like crazy too. So look <laughs> us up. And uh, yeah, I look forward to talking to you again, Mark. Thanks for your time today. It's been, been fun. Great. Well, Sean, listen, thank you very much for taking the time to be to join me on today's podcast. For our viewing and listening audience, please make sure that you hit the like and subscribe buttons at the end of today's podcast. And of course, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Mark Vina Tech Guy. And until next time, have a great week. And thanks again. Mm -hmm.